previously at the Macarius Avenue. So somebody sitting say your day of bed and you are eating. Uh, tell him that God received all of us. Clap your hands for God. He that reg- you see, it's good that I came here. He that regarded the day and regarded it unto the Lord. And he that regarded not that day is unto the Lord. To the Lord, he, he doeth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth unto the Lord. For he giveth God thanks before he eats the food. Okay. Yeah, the guy Charlie, you know, give thanks. Ah. <laughs> Fire now. <laughs> And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not. John the Baptist was eating locusts. Jesus came and eating bread and butter. God received all of them. Clap your hands for God. Let's go, verse 7. For one of us liveth to him, none of us live unto himself. And no, and no man dieth to himself. Let's go. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. This is for born again believers. Shake someone and say, are you sure you are born again? Yes. One day a pastor was preaching. And after preaching, he made another call. And he realized that the pastor who invited himself was not born again. Why? He was born into the church. His father was a pastor. So he has grown up in a pastoral home. Came to church. By the time he realized he was ordained. But that single decision... He had never made it. There are people like that today here. You have been coming to church. Join us. When we are jumping, you are jumping. If you die today, you will not make it. He said, live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. This is for those of us who are born again. If we are alive, we live unto the Lord. If we die, we die unto the Lord. We don't lose anything. That's the power of being born again. Whether we live therefore or we die, we are the Lord. Whether we live, as you are here on earth, you, are, you belong to God. If you die to you, open your eyes, you'll find yourself in the presence of God. You belong to God. Let's go. That's why when a believer dies, we shouldn't cry too much. He's in a far better place. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived that he might belong both of the dead and living. Uh-huh, let's go. But why do not, why does judge thy brother? Show that the person say, why are you judging me too much? You know, can I tell you something? Sometimes some people, it can be a long while, don't come to church. When you see them, don't say, Oh, no, dear. To me, shift your son. When you see also, leave that person. Sometimes people are going through a lot, and, and church kind of like dies in them. If you love the brother, pray for that brother, pray for that sister. But sometimes people can get tired. You think that as we are here, Everybody will make it. No, sometimes I'm poor along the way. Don't say this Jesus thing. You realize that, Charlie? You're wasting your time. One day, we'll be waiting around about it. Jesus, we're crying. Dinner, Jesus. Sana, I am a magician, God be. And Zeus, being here, dear, dinner, dinner. You go and read some Greek mythology and all that. Then he said, and you see. 
Then we can see the truth. But he said, don't even judge that brother. Pray for the brother. Tell the person, there's some more gossip I gossip about you. See the way you have judged me already. Uh-huh. Say, please let it go. Tell him, say, please let it go. <laughs> or oh, why do thou art not thy brother? Why? Why? Why you are loggerheads with thy brother? Why? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. This is a very powerful. You and I, we shall all stand. Because so people get offended. One day, we shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. If you did well, it's unto you. If I did well, it's unto me. At that time, God is not even going to be connecting things. Whatever you did, it's unto you. If you get crowns, it's for your own good. If you don't get anything to, it's you. So why are you too worried about me? If you're worried about me, there is power in intercessory prayer. Pray for me. Can the amen be louder? Shout it. Pray for me. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God. Uh-huh. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Oh, sorry. You people, you think that you are who? I'll leave the church. What do you call? Go and join another church because this scripture is waiting for all of us. When I saw this scripture, I don't care if somebody's offended. Hmm. they offended? You can be offended. Tell us we are this and I'm we say and yes. Scripture we're training. Every one of us shall give account. If I'm pastoring and I'm pastoring it fakely, mm, one day I'll stand before God. And God is going to judge me how I pastored the church. If you have also been sitting here, you too, God will judge you according to how you became a member. For your own self. The things you were supposed to do that you didn't do. Mm. Verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather. There is something that we can judge. He said, judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his own brother's way. He said, you intentionally don't let somebody fall. We talk about friends, but he said that. I like that. Clap your hands for that. You that you intentionally always offend thy brother. He said, you too, you'll be judged. So he said that, forget about judging, but when you wake up in the morning, judge yourself. Am I going to make somebody fall today? What am I doing to make somebody fall? Then when you judge yourself, you make sure that you don't put any stumbling block or an occasion to fall in any brother's way. I somebody telling you, be careful. The way you are trying, you are trying to make me fall. Let's go. Verse 14. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him that estimates anything to be unclean, it is unclean to himself. This creature is in contest. I've seen people, let's go to verse 15. 
But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, the scripture there is talking about food. And somebody woke up and said, To the clean, all things are clean. Whatever he will do, it is clean. That is wrongly misinterpreting scripture. By the Lord said that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that estimate. Then now 15, he talks about meat. But if thy brother be grieved with your food, some people like frog. Let them eat their frog. Some people like pork. Don't say a Christian now we pork. Maybe. To you it is unclean. To somebody it is clean. Hey, I saw sister so so and so with brother so so and so in the dark there. What are they doing in the dark? There are things you have seen it, but you have not seen. It is for your own conscience. If not, your Christianity will be judged by what somebody else is doing. But the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. That's why one of the things I hate people say that, well, you're a Christian, you're a Christian, and see what you are doing. You're a Christian, you're a Christian, you're a Christian. Why are you pointing all that to the person at the time? And all the Christians in church, they are hypocrites. You know, unbelievers, when you preach to them, the Christians, they are hypocrites. They are hypocrites. Fine. We accept it. But you are not born again. At least be born again. Come inside the kingdom and see whether it is easy. Even being a hypocrite is not easy. <laughs> it is easy. It's not easy. It's a double standard life. You have to try to be here and be there. It's not easy. But we are all in the kingdom of God and God is helping us to grow. Can the amen be louder? Tell somebody, make room for my mistakes. The worst people who suffer are pastors. <laughs> suffer. Let the pastor make a mistake. Now that I'm here, if I may go for but if I make any mistake, some of you leave the church. A pastor divorced and some people, half of the people left it. How can you divorce? Do you know the things that go through that? They left the church. They can't stand because the pastor is Jesus. You came to meet Jesus here. Am I Jesus here? Yeah, I'm telling you. We are all looking unto Jesus. Can I get a very big amen? Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Uh So he said, don't do good in a way so that later it will look evil. Then now it comes in. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. He has already given us what he was talking about ahead. That it is not food. Somebody went to church and they ate the meat pie. Or by NASA, This is your scripture. <laughs> For the kingdom of God is not So now, Madam Hillary and the team, when you are serving food, please put the scripture by it. Because Esa, why? <laughs> but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You went for your Christian brother's uh, uh, wedding, Anna, Jolof, Nesai. As long as you are in the kingdom, forget about it. Go and buy your own drink. Because why? This kingdom, 
is righteousness god's moral power god's ability to let a man stand in the presence of god without feeling any sense of inferiority that man can stand before god and god can look at him as his righteousness so god brought it to us oh i think i can clap your hands for that righteousness and peace the shalom of god this kingdom is a kingdom of shalom it's a kingdom where god wants to give his children peace the peace of god that will surpasses all knowledge but i've realized that many kingdom people don't want peace we worry ourselves too much with the affairs of this life somebody didn't buy a plot of land at 35 it's a full say the life ending a plot of land who told you that your breakthrough not come true your breakthrough can come at 40 and that plot of land god can have, could have given you acres oh clap your hands for god i don't like the way you are doing this acres yeah, i'm in the kingdom of god now doing what god i'm God has called me to do. And I know God will do what he said he would do. Because there is weariness. You can get weary. Sometimes I see the way some people come to say, I know they are weary. Sometimes I feel like talking to them, but I don't talk to them. It's weariness. They are just tired of the things of God. It can tell on you. Sometimes they say, no, I'm strong. See somebody who is standing for falling, say, no, I'm strong. That's how some people are. They're weak in the spirit. See, I'm strong. Me, nothing's wrong with me. But they are lying. It tells on your excitement in church. It tells on you. It tells. Go and find out the trouble that is a chicken finish in the house. The husband didn't buy electricity. And the electricity got finished. So they came to church like this. ECG. If your electricity got finished, how can that take your joy? The kingdom of God is more than that. It's in righteousness. Do you know what it is that a human being like you can stand before God? Because our prayers are even abomination if not for Jesus Christ. That's why God gave us his righteousness through Christ Jesus. That you can stand in front of God and say, Father, I declare. And when you declare, God makes it come to pass. If not so, when you declare, it shall not come to pass. Because God does not know you. That's why the prayer of the unbeliever is an abomination unto God. He must be born again. Clap your hands for God. Am I, am I helping you? One day I was praying for church growth. I was just praying. I said, God, our church must grow. We must get to 2,000, 20,000, 30,000. Do it. Why are things slowing? Is it Pastor Isaac or is Pastor Phil? What is happening in the name of Jesus? And I'm praying. And God spoke to me quietly in my heart. He said, I want the church to grow more than you want it to grow. But the church is my church. Because sometimes with our ambitions, we can become ambitious and move ahead of God and think that I'm supposed to be here at this time. But God says that what I'm doing is that the church is rather growing you. And some people have made the church grow me. Oh, yeah. Oh, to me, Monsa. Because you handle so many things and you yourself, you grow. And you growing is more important than than just having numbers. Meanwhile, God is preparing that to come in his own time. So that by the time it meets with your growth, you can handle it. Clap your hands for God. So spiritual things sometimes 
You cannot see it with your eyes. Like some of you are coming to church, you are saying, God is doing nothing in my life. Nothing is happening in my life. And the angels are crying. The angels are happy. They are crying on your behalf. They say, look at, look at this ungrateful soul. God is working behind the scenes. Why? Because you are looking for one thing that God should do and because it seems it's delaying, you think that God is doing nothing in your life at all. There are people now who got a job that is worth $10,000. That will be their beginning of their trouble. So God wants them to grow. So they are staying in a job. It's 1000 God is still stay there. And you are growing. You are growing your capacity. You are growing. By the time you get that job, nothing moves you again. You will not become proud. You will not become pompous. Yes. And that growth is more important than all the material things that have to come into your life. Tell somebody, no matter what you see with your eyes, I can emphatically say by the word of God that God is doing something in your life. It's just that you are not seeing it. Clap your hands for God. Are you sure you are here? Verse 18. Oh. May Mark in normal heaven you. For he that in these things served Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. God has to accept you, then you allow men to approve of you. Let's go 19. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, the things that give us shalom. The things that are for peace. Go to the village, you realize that somebody and the wife with three children, they eat, they eat uh, mankini and kotumri and go and see how happy they are. They are so happy. But you, you live in a two-bedroom house and you are always crying. Father, when? When am I moving? When am I moving? God says, look out for the things that make for peace. Look for shalom. Shalom is greater than material things. So I've seen billionaires who have killed themselves because the money didn't do anything for them. May you look for shalom. Oh, clap your hands for God. If you are looking for shalom, you don't be worrying your husband over unnecessary things. Don't be worrying your wife over unnecessary things. This, let's look for peace. Shalom. This is the kingdom of shalom. And the things we are read, one may edify one another. So the things I'm seeking, I'm looking for something that will edify you in Christ. The other one to also edify this one in Christ. He said, let's seek for these things. I pray that as we mingle in one another, we will seek the things that make for peace. Amen. We will seek things that edify one another. Amen. Can the amen be louder? Verse 20. For meat destroy not the work of God. For food's sake... Some people, because of food, they have destroyed the work of God. Even sometimes, pastor, because of seed, they have used seed to destroy the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. So don't eat with offense. Let's not share food and say that my meat is small. Look at this person's one. You are going to eat with offense. 
Praise God. Receive nothing in the house of God with offense. The woman of God was laying hands on people when he reached his use one finger to touch me. Ah. Do you know what was happening to all my fingers? No, I offended them. Man of God just touched me like this. But when he reached all the other people, he was doing this. Hey, clap your hands for God. Verse 21. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything where thereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. So sometimes they are weaker brethren among us. So we think about them. So because of that, if we want to say something, we, let, let's relax because they'll become offended right now. Praise God. What offense you may not offend me. So we got to understand that. Let's go. Has thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Okay. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in the thing which he alloweth. Uh-huh. And he that doubted is damned if he eats because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. This is the kingdom. Whatsoever is not of faith. Some pastors will use anointing oil. Others will not use. God receive us. He that receive anointing oil should receive it in faith. He that also receive just laying on of hands without anointing oil should also receive it in faith for himself. Why would the one that is not using anointing oil insult the one that is using it? But we all Christ died for us. The one to that will leave the hair should leave the hair. Why? God received all of dry. Be dry in. God received. Clap your hands for God. Have I helped somebody this morning? Hey, message well. But you are enjoying it, I guess. Now, Bachacha, over here, yeah, 30 minutes now, coffee. How will you grow? You grow. What man, you make sure you answer your Clap your hands for God. First Corinthians. Okay, come to Luke chapter 19. Let me just finish Luke chapter 19. In about the kingdom of heaven. Now we have understood the kingdom of God, God's moral power. When you see me prophesy, I'm doing that in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of heaven, there will be no prophecy. Because all knowledge will be revealed to everybody. Praise God. So we are experiencing all of God's power, his knowledge, his glories here. It's just a foretaste of the real thing to happen. And the real things will happen in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus entered into Jericho and Mecca. 14. Okay, let's start from verse 12. Verse 12. Fast, 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 fast. He said, therefore, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom. Hey, if you're in this church and you're not growing, God won't judge me. It is you that God will judge. Because I'm taking my time. See that? See, I've not come and say, God is going to do 23 miracles in your life. Come on, shout. I see God. And something is changing. Lift up your leg and shout. Yeah. You see, I'm not doing that. 
Obet me aye aye yes knowledge is power ti matu me bu na me chrel so that me me yi me hu so that the day because i'm conscious about the judgments it na matu me bu and i'm teaching you me copy i go to my office i say god i have done my work mark it for me if so so and so doesn't work with it judge him judge her and you will judge me too but the other day me my emejuma so whilst i'm teaching you like this and you're not taking it seriously the angels are recording now can i show you something the reason why i don't share spiritual experiences because sometimes they may make you feel like you you are nowhere in god but that's not it it's because of my office as a prophet one day i was doing a meeting and angels came down in those meetings and they were recording minutes everybody that came to the service their name was there now any of you came to today's service god there's an angel here what true thing that you were in this service and whatever i taught you were there so when something happens and you couldn't apply the word of god in heaven they'll bring the roster and they'll bring all the documents against all the time you came to church and all the messages i taught that you didn't do anything with it and that is how your judgment is going to be so your judgment will be different from the guy that went to church and they told him about david and goliath because i'm taking my time it's not about the crowd it's the richness of the word if you believe that the word of god is rich clap your hands for god that's why when people take church like that now there's yeah your big boom grow we will try We'll try not to make you offended, but if you get offended, you know, it's no problem. Go to a church where there is no offense. I think I saw somebody at the roadside. Mm. You know, he's called No Offense Church. <laughs> he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom. This is typically where we are in the things of God now. Jesus has come, establishing the kingdom of God. God, we are in the kingdom of God now to help us to stay in God's moral power, his righteousness, and spirit of God's power and glory. For he is going to receive a kingdom to come. And that is the kingdom of heaven. So this man is going to receive a kingdom for himself and to return. Jesus will return. Forget about people think that Jesus will not return. Jesus will return. I think that you need to shout this loudly. Say, Jesus will return. When you see people die, that should tell you that Jesus will return. Because death is actually revealed in the Bible. It's only the Bible that reveals death as spiritual. And that death is the enemy of God. And that death will be handled by God himself after everything. Until when you go for funeral, that funeral service should tell you that Jesus will return. Anytime we see people in the casket, we think that we can never be there. So you're oh, rest in peace. Your own rest is peace, it may be on the way, but you don't know. Thank God that God doesn't reveal the day we'll die. It is unknown. It can come anytime, any day. You better be ready. You better be ready because sometimes we pity those who are dead. If the guy died and is born again, he has escaped IMF. He has escaped four prices. He's in heaven. You, you are here still fighting with your wife. You are still getting bitter in the kingdom of God. That bitterness can take you out of the kingdom. 
that fight can take you out of the kingdom so the more you are alive the more your temptation father help us to stand in the kingdom let's go to return so you know that Jesus will return there are some people who believe that Jesus will not return are you here that you believe that Jesus will not return about returning coming down from the clouds hallelujah that is why we are not joking with church you can joke but no problem because I won't judge you we shall all stand before the judgment and he called his ten servants and delivered unto them ten pounds and said unto them occupy till I come this is a prophetic message that God, Jesus is living and he said he has given gifts unto men and he's telling us let's work in the kingdom till there's a thing as kingdom work now, even the colony of the bee, there is work the colony of the ant there is work you see ants are working for their own small kingdom and they are carrying this, they are doing that because there is a king or there is a queen Bees are working. Okay. How about the kingdom of God? In every kingdom, there is work. Tell somebody about you. In every kingdom, there is work. There's work. We are in the kingdom of God and we got to work for the establishment of the kingdom of heaven in the hearts of men. He said, Occupy till I come. Verse 14. My time is up. But his citizens hated him and sent a messenger after him saying he will not have this man to reign over us this man let's go and it came to pass that when he was returned having received the kingdom Jesus is going to receive the kingdom Jesus will come with ten thousands of his saints some people say that Jesus will only come with ten thousand people into Unkawa and he said, won't come. No, he said, 10,000. You see a set of 10,000 here. Another set of 10,000. 10,000 by 10,000 by 10,000 by 10,000 by 10,000 by 10,000 by 10,000. It's equal to. When do you see mass? You get it. Clap your hands for God. Having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called. At that time, you will be commanded to be called. You'll be commanded. Mr. Michael Amwa, appear before the throne. Then he will put, you can't say anything, you will just appear. And when you appear, these are the things. Commanded the servants to be called to whom he had given the money. That he might know how much every man had gained by trading. How much have you worked with the things that God has given you? There's of people who don't take the church, work in the church of God seriously. Monday morning, they are rushing to work. It's beautiful. You need a livelihood. But at the end of the age, nobody will ask you anything about what you did for uh, Nestle Ghana Limited. No. It's this one. That he might know how much everyone had by trading. Let's go. Then he came to the first saying, Lord, thy 10 pounds had gained 10 pounds. Wow. wow. I think that is some of us. Yeah. Yes, if you believe in yourself, clap your hands for God. Yeah. Yeah. You are working with what God has given you. Glory to God. When we call for meeting, you are there. When we say we are praying, you are there. When we say, you are working with the things that God has given you. Somebody must become beneficiaries of what investment God has done inside you. Let's go. Verse 17. Hey. His 
said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have authority over her. We are going to return. The new Jerusalem will be established. There will be cities. The ones that will do well. See, this thing looks imaginary. The ones that will do well will rule with Jesus Christ. Yes, we are all not going to be the same in heaven. Get that in your mind. How can you and Paul be the same? When Paul said, we have fought with men as of beasts at Ephesus. They have beaten him. He still went and preached. You, they say, go away. He said, hey, me! You go and meet Paul. There will be no cities for you. Verse 18. And the second came saying, Lord, thy pound had gained five pounds. He said, ah, let's go. And he said, likewise to him, let him give him over five cities. When you read the Bible, you see these things inside. Remember, all the people, 12 disciples that work with Jesus, except Judas, the Bible says they rule over the 12 tribes of Israel. Did you ever read it? It's who can hear. What makes you think that this scripture is not true? 12 tribes of Israel, they are going to be on the throne ruling over them. Israel, they will divide them into 12. And you bet your mama, Peter, James, John, Bartholomew, Philip, do change for them. And some of them were not there. Judas was not there. He said, likewise to be. There are five cities. Let's go, verse 20. And another came saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound. Sorry, hold on. Because offense in Tino. I don't want anybody to be offended. It's a gift now, the man. And when I've kept it nicely, I've seen a napkin. What a rapid gift, you know. Nicely. I know this is called Jesus. You have Jesus catch it, no? For I fear thee because thou art an austere man. That's what he's telling the man. Thou take it up, thou lay it down not, and repairs where thou did not sow. That's what he's telling the boss. Let's go. And he said unto him, Out, out of thy own mouth, he said, Thank God, out of thy own mouth I will judge thee. Thou wicked servant. Wicked is not good enough. Wicked. Wicked servant, thou knewest that I was an austere man. Taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Let's go. Wherefore, then giveth not thy man money unto even the bank. Also, when you cry, please put the money in the bank. When you cry, you can be at the car park. When you cry, you can come one Saturday and come and help to arrange the place. Do something. Shake someone and say, do something. Oh. That my coming, I might have acquired my own with usury. Let's go. And he said unto that stood by, take from him what belongs to him and give it to him that had 10 pounds. Did you ever read in the scripture? We say that some people will take another people's crown. It is confirming it. Scripture confirms each other. It means that we crown Nanka or so we have you know. They say, take it and add it to Dani Doku. Yes, Majuk, Majin of Olympics. 
yeah, 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 yeah. And they said unto him, Lord, he had 10 pounds. They say, ah, but this one has 10. Why do you add it? You see what they tell him. Look at him. For I say unto you, that everyone which shall be given, and from him ha- that had not, even that he had shall be taken away from him. That's how the kingdom works. If God give me a prophetic ministry and I don't work with it, God can take it and give it to somebody else. Because God is kingdom-minded. He wants the thing to profit everybody. Glory to God. So this morning I pray, as you are in the kingdom of God now, I pray God will give you grace, ability to help establish the kingdom work that is ongoing in the world. If you can pray, you pray. If you can give, give. Whatever you can do, to support God's work, God's kingdom, so that we establish the kingdom of heaven in the hearts of men. I pray that God will give you strength. I bind Satan from deceiving you about the work of God. I bind thoughts. I bind imaginations that will stop you from doing the work of God. I pull them down. I pull them down. In the name of Jesus, I bind weariness. Anything that is making you weary in the kingdom of God, I bind it in the name of Jesus. Anything that is making you weak in the things of God, I bind it in the name of Jesus. Receive strength. Be strengthened with might in the inner man. May the economic pressures not pull you down. May marital pressures not pull you down. May family pressures not pull you down. May you become relevant in the kingdom of God. I declare you blessed. And let the church shout a very big amen. Oh, you can clap better. So from now, I know we, we are not going to be the one to force you. You look out for a need.